Good morning, church. This God is just too much. See all this interpretation of tongues and uh, diverse of tongues and all. <laughs> and he understands it all. Can you just rise up and just lift your two hands and just praise him? Praise him in any way. Look at the experience of what you see right here to tell you the God that you have. Just praise him. Is Lord, is Lord, Amen. He has risen from the dead. Hallelujah. He I want you to see that your God bigger than any situation. Throughout the whole world today is being crowned the Lord. The cornerstone of the church. The pillar that holds our life. He's in our midst, brethren. He deserves all the praise. I want you to just open your mouth and just adore Speak it. If you cannot just speak in your own understanding, declare his lordship. Declare his lordship. Thank you, Jesus.
all kings, we bow down before you. Ancient of days, Emmanuel, Lion of the tribe of Judah, our Ebenezer, the Alpha and Omega, the pillar that holds our hands, we worship you. We praise you for who you are. You died. to understand this and to know how to worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's be seated. Today we are talking from the scripture that was reading in different languages unto us. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 and I want us to read it together. Read it with me. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Chosen for a purpose. Our team, our topic is chosen for a purpose. Turn to your neighbor and tell him or her, you are chosen for a purpose. You're talking to somebody, you're not even looking at them. Uh -uh. Look at the person and say, you are chosen for a purpose. Regardless of your color, regardless of your accent, regardless of your background, regardless of where you came from or whatever it is, God called you. He chose you for a purpose. And you are valuable. You are chosen means you are worthy. He made you worthy. You are chosen means you are valuable. You are chosen means you are favored. Say amen. amen. You are chosen means you are empowered. Brethren, anointed. Your past and your presence in his hands. Your past is forgiven and your future is brighter. <laughs> Not just because... Of who you are, listen, because of whose you are. Not because of who you are only, because of whose you are. So I want you to see yourself with the meaning I just defined. You are valuable, you are empowered, you are strengthened, you are favored, you are anointed. For, don't let the devil bring your past. He, once he brings it, he just laugh at the devil. <laughs> Say, you missed it. Longest time. Because that's what he does to some people. He will bring their past to their memory and they feel unworthy. First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 20 in TPT version of the scripture. First Corinthians Chapter 6, verse 20. Any scripture, I want us to read it together. Any scripture, right? Let's go. You were God's expensive purchase. Did you hear that? Not just purchase. Expensive. Expensive. You are valuable, man. <laughs> you are valuable, yo. <laughs> How do we say it in Awusa? <laughs> How do we say it in Igbo? <laughs> I have one of my brother here from Staten Island. He's from Edo. Uh, hey, brother Daniel, how do we say it? Stand up and tell us. Hey, give it to them. Give it. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Don't be shy, don't be shy. 
Uh, you want your wife to stand up? Okay, mommy and daddy, stand up. Mommy and daddy, stand up. How do we say you are you are valuable, man? Eh? Hey, Arukume. Hey. Oh. That he make me shake. Whew. When God shake, because you will know the maker of heaven and earth has spoken. Go back to that scripture. We are not done. You are expensive, but you know, you are God's expensive purchase. Let's continue. Paid for with tears of blood. Hey. Why would you look down at, your, at yourself? Paid for with tears of blood. You are costly. You are expensive. You are powerful. You are not ordinary. You are a terrorist. To the kingdom of the devil. Are you not? Therefore, when the devil sees that you rise in Jesus' name, he moves right away. It's not about you. Don't forget, it's whose you are. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. A New King James Version. I'm reading all this so that you can see where you came from. Who bought you? And why you are who you are. Don't settle for minor. Don't just agree for anything. You just don't take it. See how some of you tie your apart? You tie your apart and say, how dare you, devil? <laughs> I'm untouchable. What can touch you? After being bought by expensive, you are an expensive purchase of God. Yes. That baby is speaking its own language. Amen. Where are we? First Corinthians chapter six. Oh, this time is going already. Let's hurry up, brethren. First Corinthians chapter six, verse eleven. Let's read it. And such were some of you, but you were washed. Number two, but you were sanctified. Number three, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. See your identity, your definition. See if you want to introduce yourself. I'm Prince Unduaguibe, right? <laughs> now you will say, I am Mr. Washed, Sanctified, Justified, Unduaguibe. <laughs> Let's read it again. And such were some of you, but you were washed. Number two, but you were sanctified. Number three, listen, put those three things together. There is nothing the devil should do that will intimidate you. You will remind him, devil, don't forget who I am. I was washed. Sanctified, justified. You know what those, those things mean? You are washed means you have been cleansed. You have no blemish. You've been made whole. Sanctified, you've been set apart. You are a special, special, special treasure, <laughs> instrument of the Lord. Set apart for his glory. Everything about you must reveal his glory. That's what you've been set aside for. Justified means, <laughs> hallelujah. You know what justified means? Authorized, empowered. You are approved. You can access. You can enter. You can say in Jesus' name. It's not about you. Don't forget. It's about whose you are. Who bought you? When you buy something, is it not yours? Like do? You purchase something with your money. 
Do you leave it in the market? <laughs> Where do you bring it? You take it home, it's been yours. Praise the Lord. You are chosen to be great, brethren. Not just to be famous. No. Not everyone with fame is great. But everyone that is great and famous. The greatness of God is in you. That is why he paid that expensive price because of whom he wants to make you to be. You are chosen for a purpose. Who you are is more important than what you do. So I want you to let it register in you that you belong to him. So don't let people define you or don't let anything people say control you. It doesn't matter. It's about him who bought you. I want you to begin to see more value in yourself as we are going through this sermon. Who you are is important because you are a representation of whose you are. So if you were being bought by his blood now and you stand in that authority, do you know the devil don't see you? Do you know that? The devil don't see you. The devil sees him. Who bought you? You've been washed. You've been cleansed. You've been sanctified. That is, you've been set aside. You've been justified. That is, you are approved to stand. Praise the Lord. Chosen for a purpose. I know whose I am simply means I know to whom I belong. Can you say that with me? I know to whom I belong. Say it together. I know to whom I belong. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19. See where we're coming from. Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners. But fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Did you see that? Fellow citizen. Fellow citizen. With the saint and members of the household of God. So you are God's family. See all your siblings. Look at them again. Look, look, look at your neighbor. Look at this. Oh, see brother, brother, sister, sister. <laughs> Members of the household of God. So it doesn't matter what language, that is your brother. It doesn't matter what color, that is your sister. Once you are a believer, you are a member, family member. So why do we yell at each other? Family member. Of course, siblings do have sibling dispute and all that, but that doesn't mean you cut you cut them off. Praise God. Yes, this is your brother. Take care of him. This is your sister. Care for her. Keep each other as a family. The journey he sent us where we came from to be speaking different language, it has nothing to do with our family tight. We are united in the Lord. Amen. Listen, let me tell you. You won't know who you are until you know for sure who you are. You belong to him. So mind the way you live. Be careful how you use your mouth. Be careful where you go. Be careful what you do. Because they do it doesn't mean you have to. Because they know whose they are, you know whose you are, you, you belong to. You should ask yourself a question, seriously. 
one time I came, you know, everybody's doing Cisco, 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 Cisco. I mean, I went to do Cisco. Cisco networking, right? So I went to do. The school day here in Jersey City, I was coming from New York then, Pastor Victor. So I did it. I passed. I have the license. I have the certificate. I can still show you it's in my house. So don't think I don't know book. <laughs> now everybody do getting job. I'm like, God, why are they getting job? I'm not getting job. What's going on? So I, this one, we get a job. This was like in 2001, two, year 2000, long time ago. So they said they're getting job. This one, we get company's car. This one, they relocate him. This one, I'm like, ah, God, what's going on? What's up with me? <laughs> so one of my friends told me, let me see your resume. I gave him my resume. Ah, it is not your resume. You can't get it. Yeah. Brought back my brought back resume for me two days ago. I'm like, ah, it's not me. I said, no, no, that's not me. Ah, I said, I'm nervous. I can't. I look at the resume. He said, yeah, they contact. Yeah, they will call here. We will talk. And <laughs> I took the resume home. I said, I was looking at it, experience from social to social. This company, so, so that thing, as I was reading that resume, that thing was telling me, seriously? <laughs> seriously? I didn't hear more than that. At least, are you sure? Really? That was you. You know, I said, you know what? No, Cisco. No, Cisco, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone, Cisco. Because I didn't have peace to continue with it. Remember, whose you are. He has plan. His ways, not your ways. Don't make it happen yourself. Because it will not be permanent. But when it comes, it may take time. Trust me, it may take time. See those disciples that labored all night until when he came, he said this way. When he gave direction this way, it looks like they haven't been doing anything all night. They were experts, professionals. The moment they obey, things changed. You can be delayed to get there, but when it comes and takes you, you will overtake. You overtake. So you never wasted any years. Remember who you are. Listen, you operate with the authority of whose you are. It's not your power anymore. It is no longer I that live it, but Christ that live it in me. It is no longer I that live it. But Christ that liveth in me, in me, in me. Jesus is alive in me. It is no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth. Even when you are at your place of work, you are not the one performing. He's the one moving in you. That is why you are a mystery. That is why, listen, they can write you up with no reason. You know where that is coming from. But that will have no impact. Be still and know that I am God. And when it comes... The person that wrote you up asking you to pray for him. Have you seen that before? Yes. Asking you for counsel, for instruction, for guidance. Do not compromise. 
Do not be influenced, but you influence the world. Hallelujah. It is not your power, your authority anymore. It is the authority of the one that sends you, the one that purchased you. You are operating in his name. I remember one time my dad called me to go and represent him to minister somewhere. Because he, he had other commitment that conflicted. Eh? If you see the car they sent to carry me, when I got there, they opened the door. That was my first time. It wasn't the one that came. I went because I came in his name. They carry this. They run. They will lead me. I sit down here. I minister. I finish. They give me everything, an envelope. You know, thank you, sir. Great papa for us. Thank you so much, sir. I became sir. When you are being bought like this, you are not yourself anymore. You can't do anything anyhow. You can't just do anything anyhow. You are going in his authority. You must be bold, but make sure you follow him. Amen. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 to 21. Don't read it. Just remember that, you know, as you've been crucified. So it's him, it's him, it's him in you. It is no longer you. That's what we just sang in the song. So that is why, because your authority is not your authority. It is his authority. Stop seeking for attention. A lot of believers seeking for attention. You are a baby when you seek for attention. You are intimidated when you speak, seek for attention. Do you know that you have authority? You have authority, you don't seek for attention. You don't seek attention. No. You know how baby cry, sick, wants you to carry. You cannot operate like that. Ask your neighbor, do you seek attention? You have authority. Yes. <laughs> you have authority. You cannot belong to him and not be empowered. No, it will not leave you like that. It will equip you. It will strengthen you. It will empower you. The life of the person that you belongs to imparts you. And you begin to be like him, like them. Don't you see when you spend time with somebody, you begin to act like them unconsciously? Right? Just be careful. If you marry a liar, by the time you know you are lying. <laughs> so you want to be careful. That's why you open your eyes well and you let the, the Lord guide you. Because when you've been living with somebody and you are together, you just be like them. Oh. Amen? When you spend time with Christ, you be like him. You act like him. You speak like him. You think like him. You operate like him. You do everything like him. The Bible says in Antioch, they first called the disciple Christian. Little Christ. Because they see that, hmm, these people have been with Christ. That is preaching. Amen. Let's go very, very quickly. You know, we, I said we have authority. We have authority because he brought us to him and he equips us. Matthew, I mean Mark chapter 3, 14 through 15. I'm going to be quick a little bit. Mark chapter 3, 14 through 15. Listen to this. Then he appointed 12, which you are included. That number one, they might be what? With him. And that he might send them out to preach. Let's understand the formula. The purpose of him choosing you is for you to be with him so that he can send you out. Are you with me? Your purpose, your purpose is to be with him, that is to spend time with him, to spend time with him, to spend time with him so that he can now empower you Authorize you and send you out. Send you. Your life has to preach. Your action has to preach. Everything about you has to preach. 
But for you to be authorized, for you to be empowered, you must be with him first. How often do you be with him? Check yourself. That is most important these days. No matter how busy we are, you need time with him. You need to hang out. Hang out with your God. Anytime you hang out with him, four things happen. Four things. Four things happen. And we're going to see it very, very quickly. Number one, it will take you. Say it with me. Number two, it will bless you. Number three, it will break you. Number four, it will send you. When I say break you, some people take it. Let me keep quiet. Break. It's important when it breaks you. That is power of multiplication. There is multiplication in breaking. It's important. So the first thing when you come to him, he will not cast you away. He will take you. That is, he will receive you. He will accept you. When he accepts you, he will bless you. He will put the seed of greatness in you. Because your life spending with him, you've been influenced by him, by everything about him. Everything about you begin to change because you've been blessed. That's why you see yourself, you don't talk like before. Things that upset you don't matter anymore. You have spent time with the Lord. You've been blessed. There is a seed in you. You must excel. With your accent, you will be hiring people. Yes. And they have no choice. They say, excuse me, what did you say? Yeah, you repeat it the way you can. <laughs> and you know what they will do? <laughs> yeah. They will laugh. They didn't hear you well. <laughs> yeah. And you will say, do you have questions? Now they will ask you questions so that there can be clarification. You are the boss. Praise the Lord. It will take you. It will bless you. It will break you. Then you will go. When you go, you are not yourself anymore. Because you've gone through the channel, you are loaded. <laughs> you are empowered. Anything that comes out of you. See, the power of God begins to ooze out of you. Everybody wants to hear you. Where you are, there is peace. Things will be peaceful. Don't you see the life of Joseph? When he got to Potiphar's house, everything changed. It's not about you. It's about who you are, who you belong to. Amen. See these four things is the process of God. You must understand it. You must spend time with him. So that he will, he will take you, then he will bless you. And the more he takes you, the more he blesses you, the more he breaks you, the more you are a blessing to the world. It is not one-time process. No, don't stop it. Don't stop. Keep on. Keep on spending time. I'm not talking of service. I'm talking of study. It's okay to be serving. Put yourself in 20 ministry in the church. But make sure you have time to study. To sit with him. Because service is good, but study will benefit you better. Amen. Lastly, there is something in the book of Luke chapter 24, verses 30 to 35. It's a story. It's a story, you know, and I want us to really read. It's an incident that happened on the road to Emos. Emos, the city of Emos, is like seven miles away from Jerusalem. When Jesus rose up, there was news all over. You know, they went to the tomb. He wasn't there. Two men, two disciples were going and they were talking. And see Jesus joined them on the way. What are you talking about? Are you new in this city? You didn't hear about Jesus of Nazareth that rose up. You know, they were telling Jesus his own story because they don't know him. Right? Cut story short. You can read it well when you get home. Now it came to pass. It came to pass. Because before they get to this, 
when he begins to talk to them, they begin to look like he, he knows something we don't know. And they were enjoying his talking. But it's time for him to go his way, and they go to his way. You know what they told him? It's late. Can you stay with us? See, the more you study, you receive more from him. You are loaded, I said. Amen? He stayed with them when they got to the table. Now it came to pass. As he sat at the table with them. See, until you begin to sit with him, what you learn on the road is not sufficient. You need time. Even if it is five minutes, even if it is ten minutes, even if it is one hour to sit, think about what you read. Meditate about it. Let him open your eyes of understanding. Let him minister to you. What you receive right there is different. Now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them. What is the four process? Number one. Take, two, bless, three, break, number four. Now let's read it. When he sat at the table with them, he did what? Read it with me. If you don't read it on time, I'm taking two minutes from your time too because you made me repeat myself. He took the bread. See, taking is important. Number two. He blessed the bread. Number three, he broke the bread. Number four, gave it to them. You become different when it take you, when it bless you, when it break you, and when it give you, oh, you are unstoppable. That is when he gave you, that is when you can preach. Are you with me? This did not happen until see, seven miles they were walking. Nothing like this happened until when they sat down. Spent time with him. This week leads us to March 2024. This year is going. Hurry up. Do the needful. Don't just be busy, busy for nothing. Do the right thing. So that by the time we shout Happy New Year into 2025, yes, you are not just operating by faith anymore. You are operating in the reality. Amen? Are you here? Let me take you to another, another story in the Bible. Luke chapter 9, because of our time. I'm doing good with time, right? Yes. Luke chapter 9 from verses 16 through 17. You know the story of the five loaves and two fishes, right? When Jesus was talking, see, once he gave you, your word is not your word anymore. People want to listen he went to a secluded area with his apostles and crowd followed because they know that this man, we must follow him. He has what we need. At a point, the apostle came to him, Jesus, we have nothing to feed these people. Only men, only men. Well, how many? Only men. And you know when men are 5,000, women will be 20,000. <laughs> Seriously. Women, right? Yeah, women, are, they always follow Jesus. <laughs> yes, oh, mama. Thank God for our women. No children included. Only men. The Bible says they were what? 5,000. They said, Jesus, how do we feed them? <laughs> you have been given word, though. They have to eat. Let's send them out to go and buy food. But they can't even get anything because this area, there is no supermarket, no Walgreens, no shop right Jesus told them, what do you have? Amen? He asked them, what do you have? What did they tell him? Five loaves and two fish. 
how could that even ordinarily make sense to be something that only men alone, 5,000, not five men. Uh-uh. Even for five men, the way some of our men eat. <laughs> uh-uh. I see somebody tapping her husband. <laughs> They're talking about you. Uh-uh. When you eat like mountain. <laughs> Praise God. Five loaves and two fishes. Jesus said what? Let's read it together. Then he, he did what? Say it with me. Took. The, and the two fish. What was the first thing he did? Took. Number two. Looking up in the heaven and blessed. Number two. Blessed. Number three. He broke it. And number four. Gave it to them. The moment he took that element. It's not that anymore. Don't look at yourself as mere human being. I said you are peculiar. He has taken you. He had blessed you. He had broke you. You've been broken. You will go all over. Part of you will spread to the old world. Even where your feet has never stepped. Power of multiplication. It takes you, blesses you, breaks you, and gives you to the world. You cannot be given to the world until you have been taken by the master. Otherwise, you are on your own. That is why it takes effort. Just sweating. But when you go through his process, no sweat. You don't toil in his hands. The more he takes you, the more he blesses you, the more he breaks you, the more he multiplies you, brethren, so that you can meet the needs that you couldn't meet before because of the seed of greatness in you. You are a blessing to the world. You are a chosen generation. You are chosen for a reason. Listen, you may be a stranger before, but you are no longer a stranger. You have been chosen. You have been chosen to set a new standard for your family. See yourself like that. Something great, greater than before must start from your generation. Yes. You have been chosen to live a life of excellence. You have been chosen to live a life of integrity, a victorious life. You have been chosen to break the cycle of dysfunctioning in your family. Rise up to that call. Let God start it from you. He will take you when you yield yourself to him. He will bless you when you allow him. He will break you. After he bless you, he's sending you to the world. You make ways where there seems to be no way. Through his power that is working in you. Doesn't matter what a giant ahead of you look like, brother. It doesn't matter. But you should remember that you have been chosen. He is with you. When he's with you, that's all you need. That's all you need. Go to school. It's important. But what you will do, you will do it. Don't stop going to school, student. But that's not, that's not you. When he comes, he will bless that you have. And you will become greater than what you expected. See, because of his presence, <laughs> We are more than the world can define. They cannot define you. Who can phantom the death of your love? Everything about God, you cannot phantom it. If you say, God, I'm watching you, this is the door. You are coming. It will tap you from the back. I'm here. 
I am your God. Let me just show you before we pray. Three people in the Bible that the Lord was with and what happened to them. Joseph. In the book of Genesis chapter 39 from verses 2 to 4. The Lord was with Joseph. Listen to this brethren. And he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master the Egyptian. Verse 3. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Did you see the clause? The Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all he did. To be what? <laughs> see, when you do it, God will expand it. That doesn't mean somebody else will come and do it and it will be like that. Right? God made all that he did to be prosper in his hands. Verse 4. So Joseph found favor in the sight of the Lord and served him. Then he made him overseer, overseer of his household. See his qualification. Because he belongs to the Lord. He became overseer, president. Who said you cannot be a director? Who said that? That you cannot be the director? See, let me tell you now that... The, Somebody getting director position soon. Soon. Yes. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah to that. Hallelujah. And it is yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. Your background matters none. Because he said it. He makes that way. And it's unquestionable. Nobody can say, we have somebody that has 25 years of experience, 100 years of experience. No, we love this guy. We go with this guy. For no reason, they are fighting for you. You don't even know them. Hallelujah. He became overseer. That is, that is Joseph. No, one more person. One more person. I told you three, right? Yeah, Samuel. In the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 3, verse 19 to 20, Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable when you speak it it will stand you know where the who gave you that auction you know where it came from the one you belongs to so your word is not your word <laughs> when you speak it it will be reliable verse 20 and all Israel from Dan in the north to Bathsheba, in the south, knew that Samuel was confirmed. Everybody will say, we know it. That's our man. He is good. That man is good. <laughs> that man is good. They will begin to talk about you even where you are not. You will be confirmed because you have been confirmed by the author of heaven and earth. Glory. David. The Lord was with him. 1 Samuel chapter 18, 14, 14 through 16. David continued to succeed. Did you see that? Where success come from? David continued to succeed in everything. Everybody shout everything. Everything he did. Why? For the Lord was with him. <laughs> When you be with the Lord, the Lord will be with you. He will take you. He will bless you. He will break you. He will give you. You must succeed. Verse 15. See what happened. When Saul recognized this, that the Lord was with him, that he succeed in everything. They would just be, ah, yeah. This department was in chaos before he came. Yeah, what did he do? It's with you. He became even more afraid of David. He became afraid of David. Verse 16. But, but, let's read it together. But all Israel and Judah, <laughs> oh, Paris, <laughs> they will love you. They have no choice. They want to be with you. 
You come in like this, they're smiling. They are missing you. When you take off, ah, they love David because he was so successful. Not just successful, so successful at leading his troops. I'm walking in power. I'm walking miracle. I live a life of favor. I know who I am. Chosen for a purpose. Let's wake up. Brethren. Where you came from has nothing to where God has put you. He put you here for a reason. You are to rule and reign. You are to shine and excel. You are to advance and accomplish. You are to progress and dominate. You are to subdue and replenish. Chosen for a purpose. I want you to talk to him. Bow down your heads and talk to him. Over what you heard. Knowing who's your heart.